a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. Grateful to you for tuning in today. We've been spending a lot of time uh, on the state legislature. Yesterday, we dedicated the entire show. We broadcasted live from up on the hill. In the last segment, we heard from Representative Stratton. He was the uh, lone individual to vote against the repeal of this tax reform measure. And in this segment, we are going to continue the theme, talk about another piece of legislation. This one deals with deadbeats. You see, a deadbeat, that's a parent who uh, doesn't pay their child support. Uh, the court says, hey, you know, you ought to be taking care of your kid, and this is the way you ought to be doing it, and here's the price tag, so why don't you pay up? Not everyone uh, is so great at following those types of orders, and folks get uh, behind. Well, there's a legislator here uh, on Utah's Capitol Hill, Representative Lizenby, uh, who has a solution, as she uh, puts it. And we are joined now by Debbie Dejanovic, who just this morning spoke with the representative and uh, got a summary of what uh, this lawmaker is trying to do. Debbie, tell us about it. So the bottom line is, if you are a deadbeat parent, which uh, means you're behind on your child support, at least or in $2,500 or more. Okay. Uh, you will not be allowed to obtain or even apply for a fishing license, a hunting license, or a tag. So the state will deny you access to fishing and hunting legally. Uh, here's why Utahns are behind $404 million. Stop it. $404 million, million dollars in past do child support. What is, what's the, do, you, do you know the, and sorry if you don't have this, this figure, what, what's the average amount owed by someone owing uh, child support? I have no idea. But that but is what staggering. What I do know 400, is this. Yes, yeah, $404 right. million. What I do know is this, is that 38% of Utah families do not get their child support payments. 38%. Where was it? 40% of Utah families, um, a mom or dad, not getting child support from the other parent. And this is pretty basic. So there's mom and dad, they're together, they have some kids, they split up, and in the in those divorce proceedings, uh, there's a judgment leveled against someone, they gotta pay the child support. Almost 40% of, of, of yeah, folks are, are they fail are to pay. They fail to pay. So they go on this bucket of other folks who fail to pay, and now it's all added up to $404 million. So we had uh, state uh, representative uh, Carrie Ann Lizenby on the show, on the David Duchanovic show this morning at 1035 to talk about this piece of legislation that has just been introduced. In fact, it's already national news. I think we first heard about it last evening, and it's already uh, on the national news wires uh, that she wants to somehow give the Office of Recovery Services, which goes after child support payments, people who don't make them, another tool in the toolbox. And so the, you know, this is one of those tools in the toolbox. This morning, speaking with you uh, and, and Dave Noriega, said she was surprised at the attention that this is getting. So this is not new policy. This is not groundbreaking policy. And it's just surprising to me that this is this is the conversation I'm having this morning. Incredible. And is it working? So the, we understand that this is happening in other places. This is a system put in place by lawmakers in, in other states. Yeah. Nebraska has had it for 20 years. And she said in Illinois, when they implemented it, uh, child 
support payments, back child support payments, uh, started to suddenly increase. Huh. <laughs> Folks like hunting and fishing, it turns out. Especially in Utah. And that's incentive enough to yeah. uh, to to get yourself in gear and make those payments you owe. Yeah. So, And she was surprised by by the fact that it had made national news because of the fact that it had been law in Nebraska for the last two decades. I assume that it will. I, I, it has been effective in other states. For instance, Illinois, um, in the last 10 years, uh, adopted this policy, and they saw an immediate uptick in payments um, because people wanted to qualify for their hunting and fishing licenses. It's interesting. I, I actually had this conversation with the director of ORS this summer, and then I was in Nebraska fishing, and I went to the gas station to get my fishing license, and they asked me if I was behind on child support, and I did not know that Nebraska had this policy. Now, Nebraska goes even further than uh, than Representative Lizenby's proposal. In Nebraska, if you get three or more months behind in your child support, uh, they can not only suspend your ability to get a hunting and a fishing license, but also your driver's license. And if you professionally rely on a, a license to, I don't know, do whatever, but like if you a have... CDL. Exactly right. That can be suspended in Nebraska. When we talked to her a little further about that, she said uh, ORS actually potentially has the tools to do that here in Utah, but they don't want to do that because then you can't get to work. And if you can't get to work, or if you're an over-the-road driver, you're a truck driver, and you can't drive a truck, then you get further and further behind on your child support payments. But look, there's ways to deal with this, and that's through the courts. And uh, one of the the, uh, stipulations in the legislation is if you've gone to court and you've got a judge to let you off the hook for that $2,500 or at least kind of, you know, put it on hold that you owe or more in back child support, then you can get your hunting and fishing license. But if not, you owe the money, you pay up. It's at least 2500 bucks. you got to be behind. So they're giving people time to fall behind before they punish them yeah. with a fishing and uh, hunting license. Fascinating. It's, it yeah. sounds creative. Uh, we'll see if it's effective. It turns out in other states it has been. So we'll be following this one. I'm grateful it's to you for getting us up to speed. Big deal here, Lee. <laughs> Maybe Janovic. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Can, can, I, can I talk about what I did yes, uh, in the last segment? You should. So I think it's a lesson for all of us. Maybe so. So here's how. If you go on to the KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour services you can see there are cameras looking in here at the studio and the way we have it set up there's the main studio and then there's a north production studio and a south production studio and there's a big pane of glass that looks into each of those studios and i as i sit here uh, uh, in uh, you know whatever you call this position, I can look into one of those production studios it's where the I host's chair. You're the sitting host's in chair, the captain's <laughs> chair, uh, the host chair. As I was looking over into this production studio, just off of the main studio, I could see that Dave and Debbie were holding a, a phone up, doing what I assumed was taking a selfie. So I, I thought it was just a very simple selfie. And so I ran over, and because you know glass is transparent, I stood behind them from my studio and made a funny face, uh, and you know just thought it was going to be a funny joke and then You're as photo i photobombing us yeah photobombing and uh and so as i walked back over here to to my chair i got thinking oh my gosh I may have just ruined something for them because with our phones today, it's not just selfies that we take. The technology is such that it's of a professional quality. We could be putting, you guys could have been in there talking about something very somber. A, you I, did ruin something for us. So we were sorry. in the middle of using our phone to tape a Facebook uh, segment. But also, you came back and you did it again. 
Oh, I, I, I waited you did it twice. Well, I waited until you had put the phone down to apologize. <laughs> I got so self-conscious that I had ruined this thing or done something seemingly inappropriate. And it was a lesson to me uh, that these phones today, uh, especially in a newsroom, are used for much more than just uh, fun, cute selfies. They are powerful tools. And as we've seen stories develop around the world, they are a way that news is transmitted. Immediately. And, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can get on Facebook Live right now and transmit to tens of thousands of folks. And I think it was both of a wake-up call for both of us that in that moment when somebody is holding up a phone, particularly the place of work, sure. it may might be for serious business. So you ought not to come to sneak up and photobomb and make a fool out of yourself. I, I'm going to have much more <laughs> much more reverence for uh, for the selfie stick now. We love having you here, Lee. Uh, Debbie, thank you so much. Uh, listen, there's a lot still ahead in our program. I promise you we're going to get back to those comments made by Pam Bondi on the floor of the United States Senate. I told you about her. She's on the president's defense team. Uh, Doug Wright and I, a number of years ago, got to know her pretty well down in Florida when he and I were assigned uh, some, some news stories down to cover in Tampa, Florida. That's coming up uh, later on in the program. And in the next segment, this is uh, an absolutely fascinating uh, topic, and it is uh, this coronavirus and the flu. We've been seeing some things happen here in Utah uh, that are pretty startling, and there might be a way to avoid them. And we're going to talk about that next with Andrew Pavia. He's the chief of the Division of Pediatric Infectious Disease for the University of Utah. That's next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.